Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Today we've got a great golfing malicious compliance story. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, nothing wrong with your noise? Let's see how you like it when you have a baby. I live in an 80s-style duplex building made of concrete cinder block bricks and moved in here mid-2016. My neighbor has a mirror of my apartment. They're both two levels with a gallery staircase in the middle. I love it here so much. But my neighbor, oh my god, we actually used to get along alright and that was mostly because I like to keep the peace. But he loves having every door and window of his home open, and I live in a part of the world that is hot and humid for about three-fourths of the year. We also live right by a busy road. This wouldn't be that much of an issue, but his music and movies have to compete with the outside noise as well as the noise coming from his fans. He refuses to use his air conditioner. The result, even at low levels, is a booming bass in some of my rooms due to the resonance. It drives me crazy and this could happen at any time of the day or night. I was losing sleep in my mind and at my wits end. We finally well and truly fell out about a year ago. I had tried asking, begging, pleading, passive aggression, every avenue had been exhausted by this point. I convinced him to come over to my house and just listen so he can hear for himself what I'm talking about and thought surely he would realize that he needs to stop or at least seriously adjust his sound settings. He said there was absolutely nothing wrong, and so I decided to change tack and increase the levels of my own system, much better than his, to roughly where his was, and we went there. And again, he said there was nothing wrong and that he wasn't going to change anything. I was told that my sound wasn't able to be heard at their place, and that I could leave the levels as they were and would just have to live with whatever sound came out of their home. At this point I also started searching for phrases like narcissist or just jerk to try to figure him out. He got with this lady he'd been talking to and it's an absurd and toxic relationship but not my problem and I figured at least he wasn't playing sound that boomed through my bedroom in the middle of the night. Anyway, cut to a few months ago, I noticed he had some old baby stuff on his patio that looked like it was bought from a garage sale 30 years ago, and then in the following months I see his girlfriend with a definite baby bump. By now I bet you can see where this is going, and so could I by that point, assuming things weren't going to change and I knew they wouldn't. This past month, my neighbor and his girlfriend have welcomed an adorable little screaming baby which I can't hear from my place at all, thankfully. But apparently, they absolutely can hear the sound coming from my place and told me as much when they knocked this week. And I greeted them with a big smile and congratulations. They told me they're getting no sleep at all and they're at their wits end. They asked, begged and pleaded with me to turn my sound system down. And I reminded my neighbor that my sound wasn't able to be heard from their house. And even if they could hear my sound, they can just live with it. I might reduce the settings slightly once I know for sure that a lesson has been learned, and I'm well aware that this would fit in AITA and Petty Revenge, but I thought I'd give it a go here. Maybe this guy who had been blaring his own audio crazy loud needs to go to a hearing doctor. In reality, it's 100% that bad faith arguer where when you present them with very blatant evidence, they go, no, that's not there. No, I can't hear that audio. 
No, you'll just you'll just have to deal with it. Yeah, okay, buddy. But your baby sure can hear it. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is do your job. Okay, Karen. So I work in online fulfillment at a large home, garden, and building supply store. Mysterious. My job title comes into play later, as technically we aren't supposed to work with customers directly. Just point them in the right direction or find another associate who works in that department. I had a massive order to grab, several heavy and large pieces of sheet metal and screws. Problem is, the sheet metal size I need isn't where it's meant to be, so I'm having to scan pretty much everything to figure out what's what. Bigger problem? This lingering in the wild? Sadly put me in the range of a wild Karen attack. Wild Karen in a raging harpy voice said, Are you gonna help me or not? Yours truly, suddenly very confused, looking at her, especially as she hasn't spoken to me at all. The wild Karen, increasingly annoyed seeming, said, Well, I've been standing over there forever and you haven't offered to help me. I said, um, my bad, I can try, I don't work in this department, so it depends if... Wild Karen, suddenly actively hostile, said, try? Ugh, no, you will. It doesn't matter if you work in this department or not. Yours truly, taking calming breath so I don't lash back, wondering what this woman's problem is. Okay, what do you need? Definitely unable to control annoyance in my tone as this woman's yelling at me. She says, this... Not joking when I say she proceeds to suddenly pull out a screw and nearly stab me in the eye, shoving it towards me. Yours truly pushes her hands away, feeling much less calm as I have a PTSD reaction to people putting hands in my face, much less a freaking screw, now visibly shaking. Okay ma'am, screws are at the end of this aisle, on the left. What? She says I already know that. I said okay, what size is that? What size do you need? Wild Karen, even angrier for some reason, said, You tell me! Takes a step closer as if trying to seem threatening. Yours, angrily, unable to hold back. I have no clue, ma'am. There's an entire wall of screws. It's impossible for me to tell its size by just looking at it. The Wild Karen says, You will not come at me like that. Says me like she's royal and I should feel afraid. Your manager would not like that. Yours, no longer giving a freakly, said, You think? Well, I can get a manager if you'd like. Maybe one of them can identify the screw by sight. She said, Don't make me mad today. Just do your job. Cue what could count as malicious compliance. Yours, freaking over this runt, Lee, realizes I had already told her exactly where the product she needed would be located, said, Yes, ma'am. I walked away from her to my trolley and proceeded to continue looking for the items on my order. She says, what are you doing? I said, my job. What was funny was, an aisle over, one of our assistant managers actually was nearby. With Karen ranting and stomping like a toddler, I walked over when I noticed him and told him I had two issues. One, can't find the item. Two, got a Karen he may want to talk to. He laughed and showed me where the correct size sheet metal and properly was and totally ignored her, same as I was, until she huffed loudly and stormed away. I don't think that she liked that my manager did like how I handled the situation. Yeah, employee or not, everybody has their own breaking point. 
And this Karen in all of her Karen-y wisdom shouldn't assume that she has some, like, customer veil of protection. It doesn't matter if they're employed, you might have somebody that would be willing to snap. With the way she acted, she's lucky there wasn't the police called on her and her scrambling to get to the parking lot. Our next story is... It's just the ocean salt? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. This was a long time ago when the beaches in Mexico were still decent and not ruined by hotels. Now, there were two beaches my family frequented, as my grandmother lived in town. We usually went to the further beach, as it turned into basically a giant clam farm when the tide went down. My 50 billion cousins and I would get buckets full, and then the grown-ups would cook them the next day. This was my favorite part, as I was never fond of the ocean. Thanks, Jaws. One year, in my mother's infinite wisdom, we went to the closer beach because they just didn't feel like driving to the good beach. I, being a typical 14-year-old, started whining to my mom the minute I saw the first of what would be many broken bottles. I whined about the seaweed on the shore that was stinky and right next to our setup. I tried to play in the sand, but people kept throwing things, in one case an entire dog, into my castles. Ultimately, I decided to get into the water where my mom had gone, which is where I made my mistake. After only a few minutes, I began to feel a kind of pinprick on my arm. I saw a bunch of small fish around me, so I dismissed it as the fish swimming by me. I went over close to where my mom was and felt it again, but now it kinda hurt for a bit. I swished my arms around and it stopped, but I didn't see anything besides the tiny fish. I told my mom, I think something's biting me. My mom says, oh, it's just the salt, you're fine. That's why I keep telling you to put lotion on, your skin's so dry. I said, I've never been hurt by salt before, mom. She said, then just ignore it, there's nothing biting you. I know you don't like this beach, but don't ruin it. We're just trying to enjoy the day and no one else is complaining about bites. I go into petty mode and just stare at her as I remained perfectly still. It didn't take long until I felt those bites again, but now I was going to ignore it. So I just stood there for several minutes, just staring at her, until the pain turned into burning. And the burning turned into agony. Did I panic? Nope. I ever so slowly got closer to my mom until she got startled at how close I was. Then, like frozen molasses in January, I lifted my arm and said, Hey, I caught some salt! There, on my arm, was a small bunch of what looked like brown and white striped string. 
and it was burning the shape of its body onto my swelling arm right in front of our eyes. A bunch of baby sea nettles, jellyfish, were stinging me and were pretty much invisible until they were out of the water. My mom swatted my arm and shouted for everyone to get out of the water. It wasn't a stampede of cousins or anything, but everyone looked at me to see what happened. We spent the next hour wasting our popsicles on my arm as the burning went on for quite some time. Of course, me being me, I had to ask my mom if there was salt in the popsicles. It didn't stop them from going to that beach, but the next time they went, it was the season for the moon jellyfish, which wash up on the shore and completely cover the beach, making it really dangerous for children and dogs alike. The time after that, there were so many people, and so much, yeah, that my cousin almost stepped on a small pile of broken beer bottles and used syringes. I never went back. Not sure if this falls under being petty or malicious compliance, so I'll let you decide. I don't care how much you want to stick it to somebody, I'm not going to sit there in the water feeling something nibble or burn or attached to my arm just to prove somebody wrong. Honestly, if I get into the water and I feel what OP felt in their arm, I'm probably flapping and swimming for the shore as hard as possible and getting out of there. Our next story is, love them ISPs. Perusing through here inspired me to share my own experience from COVID. So this is during the height of COVID when my roommate and I are both working from home. Being a techie myself, I can't stand when my tech doesn't work but our ISP is pretty mediocre at best, and I've gotten used to the one to two small to medium internet outages per month. Nobody else services our area, so no big deal. I have other ways of getting internet, like my phone. One particularly egregious month, there were many more outages than usual, some of which were six or more hours. Nothing I can do about it, oh well, but my roommate, they start demanding that we get compensation for the lost time. We pay X dollars amount of money per month and they need to take this lost time off our bill, which we split. To their credit, they were very good at saving money, but I tried to dissuade them. It's not worth it. The time isn't that much in the grand scheme of things. Internet service providers are notorious for these sort of shenanigans. It's not a business line, so they don't have a SLA, but they wouldn't have it. My name is on the bill, so I need to take care of it. I knew exactly where this was headed, but fine. Enter malicious compliance. I spent over an hour on the phone with wait times because of the outage and get a very nice customer support rep. I explain our situation and they agree without questioning that we should be given compensation for the amount of downtime we've experienced this month. After telling my roommate that we got $1.26 off our bill and that I'd be taking half, so their savings for the month would be 63 cents, They stopped complaining about our internet. Honestly, I think this is just the principle of it. I mean, yeah, it sucks to wait an hour over the phone, hopefully to get a dollar back. But every time an extended outage happens, I would want to call them up and try to get money back every single time if possible. Especially if one happened during half of the visible daylight. Our next story is Six Iron. Sure, I grew up playing golf. As a young kid, I was pretty good but by age 11 got sick of the tournaments and such, and finally convinced my dad to let me stop playing. Played sparingly through the years, decent enough to know what I'm doing but no scratch golfer or anything close. About 10 years later, dad and brothers are going out to golf. Invite me. A fun get-togethers more than anything. Dad keeps giving me unsolicited advice. Fine enough. Annoying, but fine. 
Through the next eight or so holes I'm pelted with, aim here and swing like this. 10% being good tips, 90% being what I was planning on doing anyway. It's annoying to have someone tell you what you were going to do anyway. After eight or so holes, I hit my limit. It's a par three, 145 yards or so. I'm pulling up my nine iron. Dad insists I should be hitting a six iron. Tell him no, this is a good nine iron distance for me. He insists on a six iron. I protest again, as does he. Fine, six iron it is. I tee up a dirty top flight ball and beautifully connect with a full six iron shot, which sails a good 20 yards past the end of the green into the swampy pond. Ball gone. Can I pick up my own clubs now? He says, yeah. I mean, 100%, if you have an idea of how to play a sport and you know how you do with certain equipment, I think you definitely have to trust your instinct first and foremost. I can't lie though, when it comes to golf, I have no idea what any of those clubs are. I just know when I'm in the rough on Wii Sports, I just go for the driver and pray for the best. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.